Welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, an honest and fun body positive podcast by me, Anne-Marie Miles. Are you struggling with your weight? Do you wish that you didn't think about food so often? Are there days when you'd wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator? Well then, this might just be the podcast for you. I share my story, a lifelong battle with weight, food and mental health struggles. I share it alongside some of my writing on the subject and some of the wisdom I've gleaned from my life as a Christian. So join me for this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Hello, it's Anne-Marie Miles here, back for another episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. And I apologise that I didn't do an episode last week. Oh my goodness. It was a pipe dream thinking I could do another one last week. I just couldn't do it. We've had such a brilliant march, travelling to America, travelling to Ireland, celebrating my 50th birthday. But when we came back, oh my goodness, Rich was ill, now I'm ill and it's just, oh, well, it's just been a crazy time. But thank you so much for the messages that you've sent. Thank you so much for, some of you have bought me a coffee, some of you have sent me cards and I just really, really appreciate the birthday wishes and thank you so much to the response. And if you think, oh, it was her birthday, I never get sent her a birthday present. Do you know what would be great? If you listen on Apple Podcasts, go over and write your review. That's all I want. I'd love to build up some reviews on Apple Podcasts or you can buy me a coffee. The button's down the bottom of this episode. <laughs> so, but listen, I don't expect you to do anything. I thank you so much. All I want you to do is listen and just respond and let me know what you think week by week. Um, yeah, so I am a, yeah, already you've noticed I am a bit all over the place because I'm not well, basically. Richard got this lovely cold and thankfully it wasn't COVID but a really, really nasty cold for a few days. And I was thinking, yay, I didn't get it. And then as he was getting better, I started to go, oh no. So I'm a little bit all over the place, but I could not let another week go without coming on and saying hello and checking in with everybody. So you hopefully you have listened to the most recent episodes, my uh, interview with my cornea donor's mom when I was in the States visiting her as part of my birthday celebration. And uh, I just was so blessed to spend some time with her and her family and have another opportunity to thank them uh, for the gift of donation. If you're not an organ donor, it's something that you, you've considered but haven't done. Just make sure you fill it out. It's, uh, it's changed my life. The cornea transplant changed my life. Uh, my eyesight was deteriorating. And to have the cornea transplant back in 2010 just changed everything for me. And I'm so, so grateful that I was able to make contact with the donor family. So all of that story is back uh, um, a couple of episodes ago, I think. Do you know something? I don't know how many episodes ago because <laughs> my brain is fried. But I'm here and I'm checking in and I am just uh, wanted to kind of uh, let you know what's going on. I did put on quite a bit of weight in America uh, because I ate rings around me and I drank Dr. Pepper and we drove everywhere. We didn't walk anywhere. Uh, so I don't think I moved for the whole 10 days except to get off a chair and get into a car and then get out of a car and back into a chair again. Um, but I enjoyed it. And as I've said before, and I will keep saying no guilt, no, oh gosh, I shouldn't have done that. And no hitting myself over the head, nothing, no guilt. I had a wonderful time. I enjoyed everything. I ate 
what I wanted to eat and I enjoyed it. I made choices and most of them were bad ones, but they were my choices and I enjoyed it. And now what I need to do is start again. I've got a wedding at the end of April. I've got a wedding I'm going to in June. I'm going away uh, as a, another celebration. My cousin was 50 a few months before me and there's a gang of girls going away in August to celebrate those two 50th birthdays. I've got lots of celebrations still to come, but I want to get back on track and get rid of some of this weight that I put on in America and keep going. And I suppose part of what I wanted to share, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> sorry, I'll cut that cough out um, if I remember. Uh, but part of what I wanted to share today was really that just another reminder to you know, keep going. Just if you've if you've made a blunder, if you've put on some weight or maybe weight's not your thing, maybe whatever journey you're on, if you've stopped, if you've you've hit a wall or whatever, or you've gone back the other direction, th this is your opportunity to stop, turn around and go back the other way. It's doable. It's really, really doable. It's choice by choice. It's moment by moment, day by day, whatever way, whatever chunk that you can take it in. Uh, one of the one of the good stroke bad things that happened in America was that I found these tablets that you can take that will help you if you're lactose intolerant. So if you're going to eat a meal and there's cheese in it, you just pop one of these little tablets and, and as you eat the cheese, it deals with the lactose in the cheese, which is brilliant. So it made things easier because it's it wasn't always easy to find dairy free stuff um in the States. But the bad thing about that is it meant I could eat anything. <laughs> and it means now, because I brought some home, uh, it, you know, it, things like milk chocolate, which I, I don't eat because, because of the lactose intolerance. Now I could pop one of those tablets and, and lorry into a bar of dairy milk chocolate. Um, so that's the type of thing. So that was a good thing and a bad thing. But I need, you know, I need to monitor that. I did bring some of those tablets home because there are times when you're out or even if you're just in someone's house and you want to have a coffee and they're like, oh, no, I've only got normal milk. And I'm thinking, oh, I won't bother that, you know, I, because I can't. It's really nice to be able to just take one of those tablets and have a cup of coffee with somebody. But that's what I need to use those tablets for. And not just say, well, hey, I can eat whatever I want now. So I suppose in some ways the the tablets have kind of focused my thinking on the decisions uh, that I've made and this, the decisions that I make going forward. Because it really comes down to deciding on what path I'm going to go down. Last night and the night before, as I was going to sleep, I was kind of, you know, when you pray desperately, you know, you know, desperation prayers. I was kind of like, God, please, 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 please. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. You know, help me, help me to get my eating back under control. Help me to get my thinking back under control. Help me to get my make good decisions, make good, you know. So the last two nights I've been kind of praying those desperate clinging uh, prayers, you know, edge of the fingertip stuff. I please, I feel like I'm about to fall off the edge. And then when I woke up this morning and started thinking about what I was going to talk about today, I was thinking that is brilliant. Isn't that brilliant? Isn't that absolutely fantastic that I am desperate for this to work? That I'm not in a place where I don't care. I'm not in a place where I'm like, oh, whatever, who cares? Or yeah, I'll try. I'll give it a go and see what happens. I am literally desperate for this to work. I am pleading for this to work. I'm pleading with myself. I'm pleading with God for help. I am desperate. I am 
there's another word for desperate, whatever that other word is. I, I just want this to work. I want to get rid of this weight that I've put on and I want to get rid of the, the weight, you know, that was that's been there for so, 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 so long. And I think that is brilliant because I have made a decision. It means I've made a decision that I do not want to go back anymore. I I do not want to go back to where I was before. And I absolutely love that. I love the desperation. And in some ways, the desperation can sound and feel awful. But when I woke up this morning, I just had a completely different view on that desperation. Because it shows that I am determined. I am determined not to go back to being that 24 stone that I was even though I've crept a bit closer to it over my time in America. And then I had a week in Ireland and, you know, I just, I enjoyed my birthday month. I'm, you know, I made the decision before the month started. I was going to enjoy it and I did. But now I feel, you know, I've got to kind of curb that. I've got to get back into uh, walking regularly and, and get back into making the right choices and, and getting my eating under control again. And if you're somebody who listens to the podcast all the time, you may think, oh, I've heard it all before. You're saying what you've said so many times before. I mean, is this it? Are you just going to keep doing this? I think the answer to that is yes. So maybe if you feel, oh, I've heard this enough and I need to move on, then maybe you do. Maybe there is something better for you to listen to. This was the whole point that I started the, the podcast was that this is a battle that I'm going to have to just keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting and keep in my mind. What's the alternative? And again, I'm repeating myself, what is the alternative to not doing this, to not facing this and pushing forward? I don't want to think about it. I'm 50 years old now. So, you know, the, the statisticians will tell you that losing weight over 50 is much, much harder than it was when you were in your 40s. And in your 40s is much, much harder than it was when you're in your 30s. So what? So I go, oh, well, that's the end of that. No, I have to fight harder and fight longer and be absolutely determined to keep going. So I suppose in a way, this is a reset, restart episode. And you might be thinking, oh gosh, how many of these have you done? You know, this is episode, what is this? Episode 33, 34. How many restart, reset episodes have you done? Probably a few. That's the point. Because if you are like me, if you are somebody who just wants to eat everything all the time, nothing to do with hunger, then restarting and resetting is something that you have to do on a regular basis. If you don't understand what it's like to be completely obsessed with food and to want food as a comfort, if you don't get that, if you're not somebody who feels like that about food, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. <laughs> You don't get what it's like to constantly want to just eat everything. It's an obsession. It's an addiction. And I spent years trying to pretend it didn't exist. I spent years trying to battle it and go on diets in inverted commas. I'm just I'm bending my fingers right now, inverted commas. And I spent years trying to deal with it without acknowledging the fact that it is a big problem for me. And the only way I can deal with that problem is to face it front and centre every single day. And if I 
skip a day and skip another day and skip a week and skip two weeks or skip March the way I did, then you start again. You just start again. Just keep starting again. And that is what I'm doing at the moment. I'm resetting, resetting my thinking, resetting my eating. I've baked some of my nice brown bread. I've baked some of my low carb bickies and back to looking after myself properly. It's the only way. It's the only way to move forward. So, so there we go. So let me tell you about a couple of the lovely things that I had for my birthday. I had a beautiful ring uh, from Richard. We bought it in America and I've always wanted an eternity ring. My mom had one and I just loved her eternity ring and I've always wanted one. Richard picked my engagement ring himself back in the day. I wanted uh, an eternity ring th- that matched my engagement ring. So we bought that in America. I, I absolutely love it. It's be- it's um, it's beautiful. Maybe I'll uh, take a picture and pop it on um, Instagram and show you the eternity ring. My, I had my wedding ring kind of curved slightly to go around my engagement ring. And when we bought the eternity ring, I asked them, is there any way that they could slightly curve that uh, so that all of the three rings kind of kind of blended in together? And they did an amazing job. They popped the stones out of the eternity ring um, uh, kind of be- just slightly... Um, bent the the ring in such a way that it sat around the wedding ring and popped the stones back in it was amazing I mean they didn't let me see what they were doing but they they told me about what they did and they didn't charge us for that that was absolutely fabulous so uh, I'm really delighted with that and the three rings kind of sitting together so I will I will take a picture uh, so that was my my big present from Rich and he bought me some little uh, little things on the day just a bag of little goodies on the day um my seven siblings, my seven brothers and sisters, they clubbed together and they bought me a ukulele. I'm so excited. I've been playing the guitar since I was 15. Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> uh, I've been playing the guitar for uh, 35 years now. Um, but very recently I was thinking, oh, I'd love to learn the ukulele. Uh, silly me thought the strings were the same. And only when I got hold of the ukulele did I realise that the strings aren't the same. So the chords are completely different. And just to bring joy to my life, the chord of D on a ukulele is the same shape as the chord of... No. The chord of G on a ukulele is the same shape as the chord of D on a guitar. So there's familiarity and slight um, similarity just enough to confuse me, uh, but not enough to help me. So, but yeah, so as well as that, I got some beautiful um, glass candle holders and a lovely uh, photograph frame with a photograph of me as a little girl in it and a lovely scarf as well. But the ukulele, like it's not a little plastic thing. It's made of the most amazing, beautiful wood. And it's got a pickup so I could plug into a sound system um, if ever I was brave enough to do that. It's the most beautiful instrument. So I will. I'll take a photograph of that as well. And I will show you. Uh, I'll show you the ukulele. It is beautiful. And I printed out a chord sheet to give it a go. I mean, yeah, I've been I've been playing around with it. And some of the chords are fairly simple. And some of them are a little bit more, a bit more of a stretch of the fingers. And uh, I'm a very lazy guitar player. So I'm hoping that... Um, <laughs> Playing the ukulele won't stretch, <laughs> won't force me to stretch too far. As uh, so I got some money as well. And what I've done is I've bought myself a big monitor. Sometimes when I'm working, 
I just feel I need to be able to see two or three things on the screen. So I bought myself a big monitor with some birthday money. So and then I've had lots of uh, little prezzies as well and loads and loads of cards. So thank you again if you're one of the people who sent me a card or sent me a message or bought me a coffee. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a brilliant birthday month. It's been fantastic. I've I enjoyed March so much. But as I said, I need to get back to it. I need to get back into looking after myself properly. Got, like I said, these weddings and the holiday in August. But it's not just about individual events. You know, for years I was losing weight for this event or losing weight for that event. And yes, you know, the benefits of losing weight will help in the choosing of the clothes for those significant events. But it's beyond that, isn't it? It's taking care of myself. It's taking care of this poor old... (laughs) 50 year old body um it's taking care of me and it's interesting my sister said to me I was talking about the fact that even though I've put on a bit of weight um that I still feel the strength I still you know all the walking and the exercising that I had done I still feel the strength I you know I can get myself up off the chair without dragging myself up I can carry stuff I can you know I still feel that strength even though I have put on some weight and my sister said to me she said but do you know what else I've seen in you Anne-Marie I've seen uh, inner strength and she said every step that you've taken and every bit of exercise that you've done it hasn't only led to physical strength it has led to an inner mental emotional strength and she said and I can see that in you as well not just the physical strength and I thought that that isn't it brilliant when somebody else sees it then you know, you know you're making progress. And that's been one of the things that I've really kind of clung on to and said, right, this is this is something I want to take and, and improve and increase and move forward. So that's the plan. Starting again, what's the alternative? So if you're feeling like you're a bit stuck in whatever journey you're in, start again. No guilt, no, oh, I wish I hadn't or blah, blah, blah. Just, Draw a line, draw a line in the sand and start again and move forward. That's what I'm doing. So let's do that and move forward. And I'm hoping over the next few weeks, we're going to actually start having some guests on the podcast who will start to share some stories and share some practical help. I know I said that before, but I just wasn't able to make it happen. I'm hoping now um, that'll be a bit easier to do and we'll get some um Get some other voices onto this podcast so you don't just have to listen to me. And speaking of other voices, here comes your favourite voice, Frankie. What is that about? Yes, indeed. What is that about? Well, before I sign off, let me just say, oh my goodness, packaging, packaging. I've ordered some stuff and I've had some stuff sent to me and what is the story with all the packaging? Now, I know, you know, I know when you order something that's fragile, it ha- there has to be bubble wrap. I've no problem with that. There has to be, you know, it has to be protected when stuff. But I just find that there's a there's a bit of a packaging problem. There's, you know, this like this cellophane on the outside of something and then you open the box and then the cellophane covering something else and you open that and then it's in a plastic bag. There's just, there's too much packaging. Packaging is really irking me at the moment and I find that all I'm doing is just getting rid of 
bits of paper, bits of plastic, whatever. There has got to be a way of dealing with the, the packaging. And sometimes it's food as well. Now, again, I know there's food hygiene laws and the companies that produce food and food products, you know, I know they have to be careful. But there's got to be a way that we can reduce the packaging. And I know this isn't a new song. This is a discussion that's already being had. But I just find that the amount of layers of plastic on stuff in America, even like we bought some candies and there was like a plastic wrapper and then there was cardboard and then individually then inside there was a plastic wrapper and inside that there was a piece of cardboard and I was like oh my goodness <laughs> just so much packaging so much plastic so much cardboard and I'm thinking oh does everything need a piece of cardboard behind it does everything need a piece of plastic around it before it goes in something else that has a piece of plastic around it <sighs> there we go that's it I just packaging and it's just oh my goodness yeah it must be because it's just been recycling day. <laughs> just getting rid of all the cardboard. Ah, so much cardboard. There we go. That's my irk. That's it. I'm done for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Go to annemariemiles.co.uk if you want to hear some older episodes or find out a bit more about me. If this is your first episode, you're very welcome. And I hope that you join me again next week for Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. I'll see you then and you will hear me. Bye-bye.